You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. And Geeky, a show, or I was almost the wrong show there. Geeks Pub. <laughs> uh, David Cohen, as I mentioned uh, on the last episode, isn't here this week. He is in Israel. Uh, I think he's attending a wedding or something. I forget now. Pretty. Nice. I, I think that's what it is. But Star Wars, uh, the last movie of the nine movies, finally came out. And I want to talk about it. And I thought, who better to talk about The Rise of Skywalker than Eric Diaz, the only guy that may possibly be a bigger Star Wars fan than me, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Eric, you were on Tech Fan with us maybe a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Uh, uh. Yeah. Was that right? It, it, maybe it's longer than that. I don't know. It's been a while. I think it was uh, It was pretty much around the same date in 2008. Yeah, I think it was an, uh, a year ago, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So you uh, live in Puerto Rico? Yes. And you're a huge Star Wars um, fan? Yep. <laughs> Eric, I think you might have... I created a... Uh, I, I guess you call it a private group on Facebook mm-hmm. for just Star Wars fans. Uh, of people I know, and then people that those people know can also invite people in. And we're very respectful. It's not full of spoilers, uh, at least not initially, because you want to give everyone a chance to watch it before you start discussing it. And I don't think anybody's really discussed Rise of Skywalker in the group yet. Not really. Uh, no. No, I don't think so. But how many times have you seen it? Uh, I went opening night, as I told you, on the group. Uh-huh. Uh, it was just, I never do that, but... I figured, you know, the last time, and my kid is 12, and my nephew is 9, and I said, I want them to experience this, because I know people get crazy, they bring lightsabers, and they clap, and they cheer. Yeah, costumes, everything. uh, Yeah, uh, there weren't many costumes that I think, because I didn't go, fortunately, I didn't go to the theater that that I wanted, where the 501st was going to be, I couldn't get tickets for that one, so we went to another one, but... uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I got my huge popcorn popcorn bucket R thirty two thing that I overpaid a lot of uh, for it. Oh, they gouge you. Yeah, but I, I really didn't care. I know what <laughs> and, what the heck? It's a one time thing. Yeah, and then we went on uh, Christmas uh, Eve on the twenty fourth in the morning. So you've seen we it went, twice now. And, yeah, because the first time I saw it, and um, it was a pretty big screen, but it wasn't IMAX. So on twenty fourth, we went IMAX. Oh, I haven't seen it in IMAX. I've seen it twice. Yeah, and it's uh, it's amazing. So let's start here. Did you like it? Yes. Yeah. And I liked it better the second time. Oh, me That's too. I hundred percent agree with you on that. My second viewing, yeah. I liked it more because the first night, I don't know if I, I, I already knew. Like ninety percent of the movie because I this time I I, I don't know why I went for the spoilers. Eric, yeah, I did it. I just couldn't wait. You couldn't handle uh, it. So I, yeah, I, I pretty much knew everything was going to happen, but it still got me the first night. Uh, some some of the things I didn't know, and some others you read about them, but it's not the same thing as watching them. Right. Oh yeah, no no question about it. Um, yeah. I, just a heads up for those listening. We're it, this is spoilers. I mean, mm-hmm. we can't really discuss this movie without spoilers, um, but we're going to talk about more than just the movie itself. We'll talk about Star Wars in general as well. Uh, I liked it as well. I did not know 
anything about it other than what I saw in the trailers. I, mm-hmm. I passionately avoided having anything spoiled to me. So, for instance, when Han Solo shows up, Harrison Ford, I had no idea he was going to be in the movie. That one blew me away. When he said, hey, kid, I had tingles. Yeah. I was like, no. Um, <laughs> although, to be fair, it was an awesome moment. And it works because he really didn't need to, to apologize to his dad without actually apologizing. Uh, a very mm-hmm. typical Han Solo thing, I know. Um, mm-hmm. But that was supposed to be Leia. That was supposed to be Carrie yeah. Fisher in that part. This was really supposed to focus on her. Um, and in some respects, you know, we, we lost Carrie Fisher a couple years ago. And I think they did the best they could with a character. Yeah. But I still I, 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 I still feel short-shifted for that yeah. character. I did not want mm-hmm. them to recast. That would not have been acceptable on any level to me. Nor did I want them to recreate her digitally. That would, no. Because they did a really yeah. piss-poor job at the end of um, Rogue One with her young character. That looked terrible. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't want them to do that. So they kind of had to work around what they had. But... Do you think it would have been better if they would have killed her in the crawl? Or do you think that... Uh, no, I, th- I think that would have been uh, even worse. I mean, the, the, that was a possibility. I thought uh, when we were watching The Last Jedi and she goes out in space, I thought, well, they said they didn't change anything, but is this, is this the way they're going to kill her? Because it would have been, you know... Perfect. Uh, yeah. Basically, but uh, then she survives the movie, and, and then I thought, well, what, what are they going to do? Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I think they did the best, and then I think most of the criticism about the movie and the way it ended and whatever, I think I cannot judge it completely because I, from what Carrie said and some of the guys on the production said, this was going to be her movie. We had uh, episode seven with Han Solo, uh going away from what he was and then coming back, sacrificing himself, and then Luke does basically the same on the on the eighth. And I think that was gonna be her art. You know, she going back to being a Jedi and confronting her son and bringing him back. That at, at least that's what I what I would have done. I, I don't I, think I they would have killed her character if if Carrie yeah. Fisher wanted to pass away, I don't think Princess Leia would have died in yeah. this movie. Possibly, but she she was going to be a, a, definitely a, a really big part of this movie. And as it so is, they almost uh, kind of shoehorn her in with what they had available, yeah. and it it, it it kind of cheapened it a little bit. But I mean, twenty years from now, we're going to be like they kind of she got the short shift without knowing that next generation. Well, she passed away actually before the last movie came out. You know, yeah. she she died before. Um, uh, episode eight came out, mm-hmm. which, wh- why couldn't they have just held that movie for a little bit, made it so she did die on the bridge explosion and then made the last movie about Luke instead of that would have made more sense to me. I don't know, because then we wouldn't have the reunion of, of, from the, uh, of, uh, Leia and Luke at the end of the movie, because then how do you work that scene? Well, then that Luke actually dies. That was a great scene. Oh, it was a great yeah, scene. That's one of the only scenes I really... Scene and then, yeah, and then we lose that one. Yeah, so. that's true, too. But that's one of the only great scenes. The, the end of Episode Eight is much better than the rest of the movie. 
I thought I, I didn't like Luke's character. I didn't think Rhea Johnson really understood him. Um, it just didn't ring true for Luke Skywalker to me because the whole time Luke Skywalker is Luke Skywalker. He never stops. He keeps going. He's got this eternal optimism. And in this movie, he's just, I, I never, I didn't like how they treated the character. Um, Han Solo, I thought he did a great, they did a great job with in the force awakens. I mean, things don't work out between him and Leia, mostly because of their son. Han blames himself. And goes back to what he was doing. And Leia's always been a fighter. She's always been a warrior. She stays fighting, you know, the evil out there. Mm-hmm. That made por- perfect sense to me. Luke Skywalker abandoning everything that he believed in his whole life. And just to go be a blue milk farmer. It made no sense to me. I, I, I completely disagreed with it. They redeemed his character a little bit in the new movie. Um, but I don't know. I'm still a little ambivalent about it yeah but uh, i've seen from another perspective uh jj abram tells a story where luke and that apparently was a, a george lucas idea and michael iron when they were writing the the original script yeah and they do get uh writing credit on for the weekend so maybe some of that was from them because they get uh writing credit uh so why would the uh the Iron Man or whatever you want to say, Luke Evans is in that franchise, <clears throat> the Golden Child, go away. But if he wasn't going to be the happy-go-lucky guy he was in the, <laughs> or the optimistic No, guy. he couldn't be. So something had to happen to him. So I think it works. I mean, uh, because the way I see it, Luke Skywalker has to be a very conflicted character because... Basically, your father was the biggest villain in the galaxy. You were trying to save him. Uh, you almost died trying, and then he dies. And then everybody is expecting you to carry that torch and be this hero. Like he said, uh, I was a legend, so I was infallible. And in so everything is all that pressure on him. And then his nephew... The, his only nephew, the son of his only sister in the whole galaxy, the only other Skywalker in existence, uh, goes dark. So, I mean, he got depressed. <laughs> he went away. And I think that that part may, is maybe shocking, but then what he does at the end, he comes back and he does the most amazing thing I've said, uh, we've ever seen a Jedi do. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, so, that end was, of that movie uh, in was the theater, amazing. I was just cheering. I was... I was Maybe I was the only crazy guy, but when I saw what was happening, when I realized, it was like, you remember when Steve Jobs introduced the iPhone and he said it was a communication device, yep. music player, and and people had to kind of hear it two or three times to get it. <laughs> that scene played that way because there were clues. Now that, that you see it again, there are clues that he's not there. Right. But you don't catch it. And then when, when it does hit you, it's like, what? I, I caught it. it was a great scene. The first time I saw it, I caught it almost immediately. And it was because yeah, of his right. appearance. I was like, wait a minute. He looks, I don't think he's actually there. I think he's yeah, that projecting was himself me. because he that was looked weird different. For me, but, but I didn't realize it. <laughs> for some reason, my brain didn't think that. <laughs> because I, get, I had that book. That, that, I don't know if you, Ryan Johnson one, once uh, tweeted uh, a shot from that book. Yeah. Explaining how teleporting works. And I have that book, but I hadn't read it. Uh, so I didn't know Jedi to do that. That was a new power for me. So, so maybe that's why. So what do you think about them bringing back 
Palpatine as the bad guy to wrap up, you know, nine movies. Because Palpatine was the bad guy in the first six. You know, in the first yeah. three, you're supposed to pretend that you don't know he's going to become Emperor. Um, mm-hmm. Which has always been my issue with the, the prequels uh, that I didn't like because there's no mystery. There's no, you know how it's all going to end because it has yeah. to lead to episode, well, A New Hope. So nobody cared. That's the thing about the prequels. Everybody was really excited in 99 for that movie to come out, The Phantom Menace. But nobody really cared about those movies. They wanted to see the continuation of Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and Princess Leia. That's what they wanted to see. And we got these other three movies that everybody was like, meh, that have not held up well over time at all. Um, But Palpatine is the main bad guy. He's not in episode uh, seven or eight. And then, oh, big reveal. He's the bad guy in nine. And he's been behind all this the whole time. I didn't buy it. I thought it was cheap. I thought it was stupid. He died on the Death Star. And that's where I think they should have left the character. I thought this was... I I didn't buy it at all. Yeah, so... Uh, there were, I, I think I posted uh, something on, on, on the group where someone uh, dissected the music and either John Williams has clairvoyance or there was, this was from the beginning as Kathleen Kennedy says, nobody believes her because uh, it's, first of all, Snoke's music is uh, basically Palpatine's music. Yeah. And then supposedly, I, I don't know that much about music. I'm just learning to play guitar right now, right now and I don't know. Uh, Two percent of what someone who knows music knows, uh, but uh, supposedly Kylo's and uh, Ray's theme are derived from those notes or some other arrangement. So there were like two sides of a coin tied to him or something like that. There were uh, theories from the first, from the seventh movie that uh, Ray was a Palpatine because of the way she was fighting. I can uh, I can buy that. I just don't buy that yeah, he's still alive. I just. I mean, no, I, I, I don't, I don't question that she's Palpatine's granddaughter. I think that makes perfect sense. But I do think that Pel- when Palpatine died on the Death Star, they should have left that character dead. Her parents, one of them was his son or or daughter. They, I don't think they ever really. Do they ever really say which? Just that it's. Yeah, it's the it's the the father. It was the father. Okay, I thought so, but yeah. I, I couldn't remember. So he yeah. had a son. Obviously, before he died on the Death Star, but yeah. he's still dead on the Death Star. That doesn't take away the fact that she's his granddaughter. I thought, quite honestly, and, and this is what I thought they were building up to, at the la- end of The Last Jedi, Snook is dead, right? Mm-hmm. Snickerdoodles dies. Now, Kylo Ren is the big bad. He's in charge of the First Order. And the conflict, I thought, was going to be Kylo Ren giving up his power to become what he should have been the whole time, a Skywalker. And then the remnants of, you know, the First Order, he's going to battle. He's going to tear down this thing that he helped build up. I think that would have been a great story, but we didn't get that. All of a sudden, there's a whole nother fleet that they built over the last 20 years, which is so implausible, it's laughable. Um yeah on this planet and the emperor still alive. And he's the one that made snook. And you actually see a couple new snooks growing in a vat like clones. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and oh, it's still the same big bad. Um, the lighting effects were terrible um, in the Sith thing, uh, the Sith Temple. I, it was just terrible. Um, I just had so many problems with that being the bad guy again. It just, and they just throw it out there. Oh, the Emperor's return. He made this message that the whole galaxy hears and you've got three weeks to before we start blowing up planets now every death star or star destroyer has the same power as a death star it's just like really that's it yes um the way uh, it comes down to execution because uh i haven't read the all the the eu books or the comics or whatever but i do know that there was this uh i think it was a book where uh Thing has this uh, I think it's called Plant um, Cinder, Plant Cinder, or something like that. Basically, a backup plan to what to do in case of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had some things planned for it, but but I don't I don't remember. I mean, I don't know what they were. But that's the I problem. You you can't base this on the books yeah, or that's, anything because that's it's not a very fair. Deep cut. Mm-hmm. That it's a very deep cut, and people weren't gonna get that. So if you're gonna do that. I think this movie, one of the the things that I would would have done differently, I would have given it like fifteen or twenty more minutes, something like that. Yeah, at the beginning, it needed to be at two, yeah, two and a forty-five or two and a thirty minutes, something like that, because you needed to explain this a little bit more. That hundred percent agree. Who were just uh, watching the movies mm-hmm. because if you just watch the movies, okay, this uh, I, I forget the name of the character, but it's this guy uh, peeping from. From uh, Lord of the Rings. Yep, he's there, and he says something about cloning and uh, secret. But really, I've watched the movie twice, and I and I can't remember the line, but something like that. Uh, so yeah, that explains it. But please give it a little bit more background. Yeah, uh, hundred percent. Maybe you can you can do that in the crawl if you don't want to do a scene about it. I mean, the crawl was very. Very short. It was. Explain basically nothing. Exactly. It, it, it's it's probably the worst crawl of all the movies because it doesn't really yeah. set a whole lot up. You're like, oh, okay, here we go. Um, I and agree also, with you. If you'd have gave 15 minutes to the very first scene is the, the Palpatine going over the thing, mm-hmm. Vader throws him, you cut to that scene where he's laying there completely broken and almost dead, and one of those red guys, red guards, picks him up, gets him to a shuttle, and gets him out of there. If you would have done that in five minutes, then it's completely believable, right? And then you show him them kind of reconstructing him a little bit and hooking him up to this big device that's keeping him alive, a life support system, which we see in this movie. And, you know, you, you cut to that scene, and then you cut to a scene with these cloning vats where he's making Snook. And then you cut to where this movie begins. Just that 12 minutes would have made this a much better and more believable movie. Because now we just assume, oh, well, he survived this, you know, 5,000-story plunge in the Death Star. And we see all this lightning and force wave come up from the dark side. And he he died on the Death Star. His Mm -hmm. whole thing, I've died before. Ugh, shut up. It's it's not yeah. it doesn't work at all. Apparently, that's uh, that's from the comics too. And also, I I remember reading the uh, aftermath aftermath trilogy. Yep. 
and I don't remember which book it was, but they were talking, they were always talking, and, and then in Rebels, and then in other books, they've mentioned these unknown regions. They've been telegraphing the freaking unknown regions for a long time. Yeah, that's where Thrawn uh, comes the last, from. The, yeah, the Thrawn, and the, the second book, they were talking about the Skywalkers. That was the translation of, of a word they use for kids with uh, the ability to navigate the unknown regions. Because nobody, nobody without that power can, apparently. Which then, how did the fleet get there? I mean, Ray gave them the coordinates, but uh, but that was for Poe and a couple of other guys. I don't know how the other people got there. Maybe they just transmitted the codes or something. Adam, yeah, it, it, it's not explained. It, that's the problem. There are, There's there a are lot many that's things not explained. That they don't explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then, the, I know. That in one of those books, the Aftermath trilogy, they talk about someone uh, going inside a cave or something, and then there's a, like a hologram of Palpatine. Yep. And he tells him, my name is Shiv, Palpatine, or whatever. Like he's trying to, he either had a lab uh, where he could transfer his, his essence into a body or something, but they never explain it in the book. Yep. And then they didn't take the time to explain it here. I did like the duality between Ray and Kylo. That yeah, they're that kind of yeah. I, I like that aspect of it. And, and her being a Palpatine does explain why she's so powerful in the Force in the Force mm-hmm. Awakens that she can hold her own almost immediately against Kylo. Which is like, okay, this kid's been training to be a Jedi with Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia since he was born, and here's this scavenger that's just discovered like three days ago that she has the force and she can hold her own, even though he got shot. There's no yeah, way. He was hurt. Yeah. He was hurt. I mean, you see him punching himself. He's in pain. Mm-hmm. She can hold her. Come on, give me a break. There's no way, but being a Palpatine. Okay. Now I buy it. That's why she could hold her own. She had this inherent ability just like he did from mm-hmm. arguably a more powerful uh, force user. Because I would say Palpatine was a much more powerful force user than either Vader or Luke. Um, so I get that, sure. but I, I, I gotta have more. I gotta have more. And yeah. I think JJ made a really good movie with the mess that Rian Johnson left him. But I think this goes to a bigger problem in that I don't think Disney had any actual concrete story plans. They bought this property. For a lot of money, because they knew it's going to be worth a lot of money, no question. Uh, it's probably, arguably, the biggest franchise in movie history. Uh, Marvel is now giving them a good run for the money, which, of course, Disney owns as well. Um, in fact, I think at this point, Marvel's actually made more money than Star Wars. Um, but money isn't the deciding factor here. Um, I don't think they had any plans. I think they said, okay, first of all, let's find these great directors and storytellers and cut them loose. Let them do what they want to do. Except if you're making a trilogy of movies, one follows the other that follows the other, then you have to have a cohesive plan. And they just didn't. Now, you see a cohesive plan with The Mandalorian. John Favreau created something that hits the nostalgia buttons perfectly. I know David thinks there's too much callback to the older stuff. I disagree. I like it. I like the fact that he was, you know, in the same cantina, in the same booth that Greedo shot Han in, or shot at Han. 
Um, yeah. But John Favreau obviously has these eight episodes. He had them planned out. He knew what the story was. He went from start to finish. And it, when I haven't seen the last episode, and I know you have, um, and it's brilliant. It's so good. Now, you could say, well, it's just a Western. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. It's just a classic Western. All the elements have been done to death in Westerns for the last 60 years. I don't care. It's freaking brilliant. You know, there is nothing original anymore. Everything's a derivative of something else at this point. But they're brilliant. And there was a plan in place. And there's clear leadership. And there's clear direction. That's been sorely missing in the new trilogy. And it, I think this movie, is, as much as a success as it is, really does the high, highlight the lack of leadership in Lucasfilm that I, I think is really, really needed right now. The thing is, who's going to do it? Because uh, uh, Fioni, I can I can tell you something. Um, Dave Fioni, even, even if yeah, but even even if they pick a guy like that or Fabro or whatever, this uh, this fandom is just insane. I don't know what <laughs> I've seen people complaining about things in the Mandalorian. Oh, well, like, that's always going to happen. We, can we have something that? <laughs> no, and, I, and so you have, you're going to get I the mean, complaints. That, that's, yeah. It, it, it's it, been it's been always like this, but man, the, the internet and YouTube is just taking it to to eleven. Oh, which, but, that's, but you got to remember though, this was the same thing that happened. I remember in the eighties after Empire Strikes Back. How old are you? Forty four. Okay, so you might but remember. But I didn't watch them on the okay. On the theater. See, now I'm going to be fifty uh, in a couple of weeks. Well, about mm-hmm. about a month from now, and. When I was seven years old, I saw Star Wars in the movie theater in 1977. I saw it. I, I saw The Empire Strikes Back in the movie theater. I saw it four times in the movie theater. I saw Jedi three times. Um, I remember after Empire getting together with my friends. Now, we didn't have the Internet. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, We had rotary telephones. <laughs> we didn't have cell phones. Um, and it was a lot of argument. Is Darth Vader Luke Skywalker's father? I mean, it was so divisive. There were so many of my friends that hated the ending because the good guys didn't win. Empire is a very dark movie. The The good guys uh-huh. lose. They're in a worse situation at the end of that movie than they were at the beginning of it, which is unheard of in movies, especially ones supposedly geared towards kids. Now, of course, we know that in Jedi, they come back and they win it all and everyone's happy and they live heavily, or happily ever after. But at the end of empire it, it we didn't know what was going on we were we were shocked it felt like a a, a a punch to the gut i mean are you kidding me darth vader the bad guy is luke's dad no way yes way i always believed it immediately i was like of course that makes perfect sense um it, you know so the, this fandoms always have those kind of arguments and and fights but <laughs> it's it's taken to eleven, like you said. It's it the internet yeah, just kind of highlights all the divisiveness. But that just means people are passionate about it, and, and I applaud it. Yeah, but this is there's one thing about being passionate. The other thing is these YouTube channels. Uh, uh, they're just horrible, and they're wishing for Star Wars to die. When they, how the hell are you a fan if you're saying oh, that? hundred percent agree with you. 100%. Shut up. I, you don't like the movie? That's fine. There are nine movies. 
That's Some right. people like better the original trilogy. Actually, there's eleven That's movies. Okay. There's eleven movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I'm, I'm talking about this, uh, the Skywalker. Yeah, you know. There are two trilogies. Pick one that you like. Exactly. And then that's it. Some, no, I don't. I like. I don't want it to fail. I agree with you. You have to turn them against. Jesus, really? Do so, have to get there? what do you think about the news? And I and I use that term loosely because I I think it's less news and more speculation. Uh, although the source of it has been pretty spot on, um, uh, with that. Starting in 2022, we're going to get another Star Wars film every year. Do you think that's good, or do you think, yeah, that might be too much? No, if it's if it's, if, I think I think Star Wars they cannot that they just prove that they, this is not Marvel. This is not. We can't have four movies a year. Mission Impossible. This is not this Star Wars is Star Wars, and it has to play by its own rules. And I think three years, two years, or three years between each movie, like it used to be. Is the perfect thing because well, it's a double-edged sword because then you have three years of expectations, and when you don't meet those expectations, you're gonna have some of the people pissed off. But uh, this is the way it's. I mean, too much Star Wars can be uh, right now. I've, in the past few weeks, I've been reading uh, three books. Yeah, three Star Wars books. I'm on the fourth now. I read even the. The Anthony Daniels biography, and that's just scratching the surface. Right. They're like a book a week, and then a comic every two days or something like that. It's just too much. Oh, I 100 agree. Give up. Yeah, no, you can't. You I'm, can't I'm reading up. the last. Read, I, I'm in the middle of. Uh, well, I'm about three quarters of the way through the last Thrawn from Timothy's on that series, and I'm listening to the audiobooks because I, you know, between work hours and all my drive, it's just easier to listen to. 40 minutes on the way to work and 40 minutes on the way home, you know, and, yeah. and I enjoy it. Although, and they put a lot of production in the Star Wars audiobooks. You hear sounds and sound effects and stuff like that. Yeah, music. And yeah. And at first I don't like it so much. I'm like, eh, it's, this isn't a play, guys. Just have a good narrator read it. But it's Star Wars, so fine, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you because, yes, it's not Marvel, but I think The Mandalorian is proving that you don't have to stick with the main story, that it has to be character-driven. And I think that's what Marvel has shown, that if you have a good movie, it ties into the larger universe, but it is a standalone thing. Um, that I don't think there can be an oversaturation as long as the movies and the TV shows themselves are really good. You know we'll what I mean? now that they finally that they finally... They need to go away from the Skywalker era I agree. and the saga and all that stuff. Well, here's the question, because and I was thinking this after I watched this movie. My initial mm-hmm. reaction was I really liked it. I don't want to say I loved it because it's still too early for me to say if I loved it or not. I still think The Force Awakens is, is a better movie. Um, yeah, I would agree And I would say that. this is the second best one of the new trilogy, and uh, The Last Jedi is far and away the worst. Well, worst is a strong uh, I would, word. I would say it's not I would as good. Reverse that. <laughs> I would reverse that. See, I like The Force Awakens the best so far because well, it hit I, all I, the right buttons for me. Uh, I would I would put those two. I think the the weakest one right now for me is this one because it just, like I said, it needed more time to explain some things. Yes. And then maybe I can get on board with them. But I think The Force Awakens... I was crying and, and laughing. And, yeah. I mean, it hit the right buttons, so... 
even with the flaws, it was a good movie. But even with that being said, my first reaction was, and I and I think that I'm right. These three movies were completely unnecessary. I didn't think we needed. Now that the the Skywalker trilogy is over, the Skywalker story, I should say, the Skywalker story should have ended with Return of the Jedi. That should have been the last one. They should not have revisited these characters in a new trilogy. That's not to say we can't revisit the characters themselves at all. I think that would have been fine, but not a continuation of the of the star or the canon of the Star Wars or uh, the Skywalker saga. I think it was completely unnecessary, and I think they did a disservice to the characters themselves by shoehorning these three movies in like it's a continuation when it really doesn't feel like a continuation at all. So I think that the Skywalker trilogy, those three, or, uh, Skywalker saga, should have ended with those six movies. That was it. And then they could have brought Han Solo in as a guest role on a new movie. But it has nothing to do with Skywalker. They could have had a movie about a kid learning that he's got powers and Luke Skywalker shows up like Professor Xavier and invites him to the Academy. You know, I think that would have been fine. I would love to have seen Luke Skywalker gathering some students and teaching them. That would have been awesome. I think this continuation of the story was a bad idea now that it's done. It was completely unnecessary, and I think that they they destroyed the use of these characters moving forward. I don't we did not need this trilogy at all. I don't know because we got so many good moments that I don't think I would say not, I mean maybe it's not the best but uh, I don't think I would say that it wasn't and because we got some great things from it but, but what I would say is that we need to move from this even even in the Mandalorian, there uh, I think it was episode five where they went to Tatooine and yeah. there was a lot of no- nostalgia there. That's fine. That's fun service and that's okay. It was great. Uh, although I didn't like the character, the, the, the Toro or something. I don't know. That 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 is my least favorite episode. <laughs> even though it's got great fun service and nostalgia. But um, but we need to move away from this and get and create new characters. And maybe bring something from the EU. They should go either a thousand years in the future or go back to Old Republic or something. But don't touch this era anymore. Mm. Stay as far away from it. after Kenobi and all that stuff, which is apparently going to be great because Deborah Chow has directed some great episodes. Yes, yeah. So I have full confidence in her. Yeah, she's going to be. Uh... I'm looking forward to and, Kenobi. I'm, I I want to see you, Ewan McGregor in that role. In fact, David and I were talking on the last Geeks Pub that he said, well, you can't really do anything. with The character's a hermit. What's there to do? I disagree. There's 20 years worth of content there that I don't think mm-hmm. Obi-Wan stayed on Tatooine the entire time and lived in a cave and, you know, every couple yeah. of weeks went and peeked at young Luke. That's not his character. Mm-hmm. That's not in his character, I should say. He's an adventurer. Oh, it's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that you can do with that character, yeah. Like you said, in those 20 years. Some people have even uh, suggested that maybe he had another fight with Darth. I don't think that happened, but uh, who knows if they can come up with a story that I can believe. It would be great. I would love to see that Vader. Oh, me too. <laughs> well, He's my favorite character, so whatever. Yeah, I, I 100% but, yeah, agree. But, uh, I, I also think that uh, they maybe, if they're going to make movies every two or three years, then I'm going to be fine with it because now we 
TV has changed so much. TV used to suck, and, and TV series used to be silly. Right. Now and, it's the opposite. Uh, TV's better than the movies yeah, nowadays. Now, yes, yes. I mean, I The Mandalorian's better than this entire new trilogy. Let's be honest. The The Mandalorian has been amazing. Um, I'm thinking Breaking Bad was amazing. Uh, Game of Thrones was spectacular um there's just else? a ton of, i don't know we're, you, we're in a golden pick, well i told i said yeah. on the last one we're in a platinum age of television we're not in a golden age yeah. we're beyond that we're at the platinum stage I of watched television so many things uh yesterday i i watched i, I binged uh, from i think it was from friday to, to yesterday the second season of lost in space i don't know if you've seen that show yeah mike son and i are going to watch we love the first but, season we thought it was great wow, we're going to watch the second season amazing. starting this Probably today after we watch Mando when he gets home. Um, yeah, the, the second season is great, and the, the special effects on those episodes, especially the last one. Well, television special effects is is come so far; it rivals what you were seeing yeah. in movies just five years ago. I mean, yes. you look at Gollum in in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, mm-hmm. and it's almost comical. I mean, yeah. they did a great job. Don't get me wrong; it still holds up. But it's almost comical the level of expertise that they have in television now that they can actually surpass that. It's it's just mm-hmm. amazing. But yet, yeah. you look at Mando and almost everything is a practical effect. Obviously, not flying in space and laser blasts and stuff like that. But it's all practical stuff. It's puppets. It's characters. It's it's set building. The way yeah, but it, you know. Go ahead. You know the technology that I want to. I'm desperately seeking, uh, and I think they haven't released anything yet. The, they have to do uh, behind the scenes on the Mandalorian because, well, from what I've heard, they are in a warehouse and they have this gigantic LED screen. Yes. And all that background you see, which looks amazing, it's uh, it's fake. Yeah. They just put a little bit of sand or dirt on the on the place they're acting. Everything else is fake, and it just looks so real. Well, it's because that on camera. Yeah, and and because it that has is amazing, and it's going to revolutionize movies. Well, if you there's a um, series on YouTube called uh, VH or VFX fan or uh, VFX reacts. It's these experts who do special effects. Yeah, uh-huh. and they actually did show that technology that when the oh, camera they, 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 is panning, it actually changes uh-huh. the background LED video, so it gives it depth which is just amazing stuff um and but here's the thing i really don't care about the technology behind it i just want to be entertained and i want my suspension of disbelief to happen i want to watch it and go yeah that's that's real that actually happened that's what i'm saying the the mandalorian is doing that so well that you don't notice i just know because someone told me yeah it's but i didn't know it and 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 that's tv here's the cool thing all of this technology is it wasn't created in and of itself for itself. It was created, excuse me, for the purpose of telling a story of entertaining. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing America is so good at, it's as exporting entertainment. Nobody comes mm-hmm. close to the U S when it comes to that. Um, it's kind of a sad thing as well. <laughs> yeah. I wish there was like education and healthcare and uh, infrastructure. I wish those things were a little bit more important. And, you know, just, just people beating each other up. And, oh yeah, and exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but <sighs> this platinum age of television, I think lends itself extremely well for this upcoming Lord of the Rings series. That's going to be on Amazon continuation yeah. of the disney plus star wars and marvel stuff 
I, it's it's so good, and they can really now because of the online streaming services, they can really give a breath to these stories that you really can't do in a two hour movie. Nobody's going to yeah, sit there for seven point. hours watching a movie. It's yeah. not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I would rather not see a star Wars movie every year, but yet yeah. a star Wars TV series or two every year on Disney plus. I think that is so much, uh, the right platform for it. Um, yeah, and if you're going to do a movie, if you're going to do a movie, forget the trilogy stuff. That's where we don't need any more trilogies. Just yeah. give us a really good rogue. One is a prime example. It was a really good movie. I rank it as quite honestly, the number three of all the star Wars movies. Um, maybe even number two. I mean, it's so good. Han Solo mm-hmm. was really good, except we just don't buy the character that's playing Solo. I, I never buy the kid as Han Solo. He's not Han Solo. I don't care what they say. Um, but, <clears throat> That was too much nostalgia. It's like, oh, look, we're talking about this. And, oh, look, we're talking about that. Eh, I don't need that. Um, although it had some really good characters. I did buy Lando in that movie. He was awesome. I love the droid, the snarky droid that becomes part of the Falcon. That was great. Uh, I just yeah. don't buy. And I love Chewie in the movie. I just don't buy the guy playing Han Solo. And we didn't need a Han Solo movie. That's the kind of thing. But some of the stories from that movie would make a great series on Disney+. Plus. That's, that's what I want to happen with Solo, because I like the movie, and I want to see more of those characters. And, and, and I know Han Solo, because he's basically a space pirate. Yeah. He has so many freaking stories that are great. Or forget about Han Solo. What about the fact that this, his love interest is working for freaking Darth Maul? I want to see more mm-hmm. of that. That would yeah. be an excellent D- Disney Plus series. Yeah. I mean, Hopefully they're they're listening as they say they are, and uh, they produce shows like that. Because they, they're gonna, if they're going to produce a show about Cassian, which, uh, yeah, like, great, because he, he was first a separatist and now he's a rebel. So, yeah, it's got pretty good stories in both eras. Yeah. So, I, you know, so, when you say we don't need Star yeah. Wars that much... I agree with you. I just don't think we need them in the movies. I think we need in the it. movies. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I I think no, Star Disney Wars Plus, works. If they do what they're doing with the Mandalorian, right. please give me ten more of those. Oh, a hundred percent. Whatever. I think Star Wars actually works better on a smaller scale. Yeah. Because if you look back Plus, at the first movie, Star mm-hmm. Wars, because that's what it was called when I, you know, when it yeah, came out, was there was budget. no New Hope. It's a small movie. You know, yeah, there's there's movie. three main characters. They have to rescue the princess. The princess is a badass. You know, they got to fight the, the evil wizard, and they win at the end. It's a very simple, mm-hmm. small story. When they try to that, expand it, I just don't think it works as well. And that's something even George Lucas forgot with the, with the prequel. Oh, it yeah. Too much of a spectacle. And this last one, yeah, I liked it, but the, the, that last scene where uh, Lando rescues uh, Jenna and yeah. Finn... Uh, that was too much. That's uh, it's, it's just like the, you're trying to. They're shoehorning stuff in. Yeah. Yes. You're making it too big. You know, here, yes. let's talk about the ending. Something more simple. Let's talk about the ending of um, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, number one, when when the homeless lady asks him, who are you and what's your name and what's your last name? Mm-hmm. The last name thing. No one's ever asked that in Star Wars. That kind of bothered me. But putting that aside, for her to say, oh. Skywalker. My name is Ray Skywalker. Um, I didn't like because you're not a Skywalker. 
And I get that you're trying to honor these heroes of yours, but yeah, I didn't like that. And that's where the movie comes. Rise of Skywalker. She's Skywalker now. No, she's not. Um, be who you are. Number one. Number two, why is she on Tatooine? This is my biggest problem with this movie. She's on Tatooine to, to borrow, to bury these two lightsabers, right? Yeah, basically. Right. Why? Why on Tatooine? Uh, I would think because of Luke, because Leia was never from there. So. Well, but Luke hated Tatooine. He couldn't wait to get off Tatooine. The whole first movie establishes he hates Tatooine. And, yeah, and, and look at Tatooine <laughs> in the history of Skywalkers. Okay. Anakin was a slave on Tatooine. His mother was also a slave and dies on Tatooine. Luke Skywalker is um, hidden on Tatooine and hates it and can't wait to get out. And his uncle's an asshole to him on Tatooine. This is the final resting place for these two relics of, of the two great Jedi. You put them on this planet? They hated this planet. This isn't honoring them. This is terrible. What a horrible idea. I get that why they did it in the film, because then you get the iconic image of her standing just where yeah. Luke was, and you see the two sons. Stupid. Basically, that was it. It was Basically, so that forced. Was it because a, 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 better, a better thing would have been um, maybe in Andor, maybe on... Yeah. Uh, not Andor, the Forest Moon, or uh, on, on Acto. Acto? Or, or Yavin. How about Yavin? Yeah, Yavin. The yeah. Moon of Yavin. There, the- there are thousand places that yeah. uh, would have been... It made no sense at all. To just because they wanted to end with the twin songs. Exactly. That that's that's the point. That's it's like no, they hated this planet. They hated the people on this planet. The Skywalker family does not have a good history on this planet. I, I thought it was that's terrible. Why I'm telling you, they they have to move away from that. Exactly. A hundred percent agree. Finally, Skywalkers are done. Thank God. That's it. Now let's move on to something else, and you get. You can get more creative now. I don't. Can, I don't mind if they come back to the Skywalkers as a concept. If Luke had a, a woman in his life, because they never said if he was ever married or not, so he could have been married at well, one point and he had a kid. He was, but uh, he, the, he, yeah. the, the, well, Mara Jade is a great character. Before Disney bought him, I loved Mara Jade. Um, they could bring her back. Well, they could introduce her, no. anyways. Yeah. Um, but if there's another Skywalker out there, I have no problem with that. That that'd be fine with me, as long as it's not a trilogy. It's not about Darth Vader and the Emperor. No, no, no. They, they have to move away from that. Maybe, maybe a movie can be too, told in two parts. Maybe in three. Maybe in four. Or a, dis- or a Disney. Or maybe just one. Or a Disney Plus series. You can have a yeah. Disney Plus series that's called Skywalker, and it's Ray training now. Jedi. Although, especially now because here's you, you you get those shows and you get eight turn hours or whatever right. how many episodes you want to do. And you can slow things down and, and yes. really dig deep on those things. And you don't have to rush and you don't have to worry about, oh, we have to do this or do that because we want to have a big opening and we have to make a billion dollars or that freaking pressure. Right. Here's 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 a uh, I think this is probably going to be unpopular. I don't really care about the character Ray. I, I don't. I think she's kind of a boring character, to be quite honest. She was really good in The Force Awakens as she's learning these powers, but once you get past that movie, I think she's kind of a a boring catch-all character. And I don't care about her story after this point. I really don't. Um, Finn, eh. I, I you know, if I never hear him yell, Ray, 
Hey, again, it would be too soon. I mean, every movie he yells Ray, every movie, yeah. uh, and I'm tired of it. And I don't. But care. he's actually he's actually uh, that point of film is execution because his premise is pretty interesting. He's a stormtrooper that turns rebel, and now in the last movie they hint that they that he's got that he has, that he's a force uh, user, force ability. Yeah. So that's a very interesting character, but uh, the way they did it maybe it wasn't. The best. Now the premise was good. They didn't know how to. What I would like to see do it correctly is uh, Poe. That is my opinion. The best of the new characters. I really like yeah. his character. You know, I, I even like the end of it where he kind of gives that little nod to the one Carrie Russell's character, <laughs> yeah. and she shakes her head yeah. no, and he's like, "Okay," without saying a word. That was really yeah. good. I really enjoyed that. Um, that's a character that I would love to see more adventures yeah, of. But- He's just he more interesting. He doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to do anymore. Yeah, you throw enough money at him, he'll do it. Yeah. Um, and, and quite honestly, I, I think a lot of that has to do with the negative reaction to the Last Jedi. Um, I think of that the three movies. I mean, the, it, it, it's been it's been rough on them. Oh uh, sure. Kelly Marie Tran and uh, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Daisy Ridley. Yeah. She had to close her accounts because now you the just toxic fandom is just something that should go away. I mean. One thing not to like something, but to be so nasty. Yeah, and and that. what they did to that um, to that actress was bad. Uh, what about the whole fact that uh, the one girl's character doesn't get hardly any screen time? Rose. Yeah, that was so unfortunate, and and I think the the thing is that I cannot judge it because I think this movie was recut so many times. I agree, and this JJ does this. Uh, every time, and uh, there are like uh, for every three hour, two hour movie he makes, he shoots like ten hours or something. Yep. Do you think we so should maybe get a, a bigger character? And do you think this would be a good movie to give us a director's cut of? That's an another oh, hour yeah, longer. I, I would love, I would love for this entire trilogy to to get that. So, I don't think the I, I don't Force think the first Awaken. two movies need it. I don't think the Force Awakens needs a, a, an extended cut. There's really nothing else in there that I, I really care about. Yeah, but the, the 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 thing is that they eliminate some things that maybe were I don't know. Some sometimes yeah, they don't work. But uh, in the last year, there are some deleted scenes that were very interesting. Yes, I agree with you. But I think even and, more uh, so this and movie. In this movie. Oh yeah. I think in this movie there has to be at, at least an hour yep. of things they didn't do. Hundred uh, percent. The 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 fact that Matt Smith was unofficial because I think I don't think Disney ever said that that he was, but I think he was. The, something changed they didn't use him mm-hmm. and then there are so many things here that you know that they shot in, in the uh, Anthony Daniels book he talks about that there are many th- uh, many things that he shot with uh, Ray and Finn and Poe and scenes with him and some other people that JJ would change at the last minute of the script and then they would all those he says there are many beautiful scenes that they didn't use yeah and I want to see them I'm, I'm selfish and I, I want to see them yeah, uh, so I, I would the Snyder cut everyone. I mean, you I know, like I, here's the thing about the Snyder cut. So jumping over to the DC, <laughs> here's the thing: um, the two movies that Snyder did were bad, right? Yeah, yeah, they were bad. Why does anybody think that the Justice League Snyder cut would be better than what we got? Uh, well, from what I've heard. 
uh, Dark Side was supposed to be in it, then he wasn't. So Steppenwolf wasn't gonna be the really the bad guy. He was just like uh, I forget his name, but the uh, Iron Man called him Squidward uh, from Marvel. Yeah. So he was like uh, the guy he sends to Earth uh, to, Earth, uh, to prepare things. So Dark Side can come, who, who is basically Thanos. So that was something that that was said, uh, and then. Josh Whedon made the family, the Russian family, I think, or yeah. whatever they were, which is stupid. More important in the movie, and nobody knows why because it doesn't really apply to anything else. Well, I think it was supposed to give you the human perspective, nine power yeah, of what's going on in this in crazy all of situation. Movies, Marvel or DC, humans are just background noise. They nobody pays attention to them. They destroy cities like nobody's business, and nothing nothing happens. So well, but that's true in Star Wars as well. Yeah, and Star Wars, yeah. We're, uh, you know, something that uh, someone pointed out, and I think it was in Twitter, that I never thought about it, but I think it's true. It's uh, every uh, sword fight, every laser uh, lightsaber fight has been a private fight. Has been there a what? aren't a private one. The, 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 it hasn't been public. Oh, that's true. Not with uh, people watching or something. <laughs> and I thought about it, and I went over the battles, and I thought, yeah, only the two guys or, or girl guy uh, now in the new well, one. Well, no, fighting um, Attack and, of the Clones. Uh, yeah, except for Attack of the Clones, yeah. not the one. But it wasn't really, was it really sword to sword? Because the one with Duke was private. Right, but no, in Attack of the Clones in the there. Coliseum. There's a whole... Yeah, yeah, but they weren't fighting with uh, with, with another... Uh, lightsaber. They were fighting with droids. Yeah, oh, that's what I mean true. Is lightsaber to lightsaber. Right. Yeah. And that's an interesting fact that I never thought about. Yeah, I never thought about some, that either. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, someone pointed that out. That's, that's weird. Yeah, I never thought about it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you saw two guys going in with lightsabers, you'd be like, "Holy crap!" Um, yeah. What do you think about the cameos in this movie? John Williams is actually in the Star Wars oh, universe man. now. I love that. <laughs> I was in the theater the first night. And I, 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 I just couldn't help myself. I said, "Hey, John Williams." What? <laughs> and then the guy, uh, my my kid was in the on my right, and then the next guy over, the same thing. Oh, that's in your Williams. Yeah, <laughs> was like, and only I think only the two of us noticed who it was. Or, the or one that, the one that I couldn't figure out is in the final big battle, space battle. There's a guy in the cock in the um, gunner seat on the Falcon, and he's like, Oh, dude, Gucci. that was Wedge and Tilly's. That's Wedge and Tillis. Yeah, I, know, I, I knew because I read. I recognized um, him, yeah, but I couldn't figure out who. I'm like, I know that guy. Uh, I think he was in a Star Wars Reborn. Movie. Yeah. I, I didn't know who it was if at you first. Read that book, he's on the cover. Yeah. And he's mentioned because Snap Weckley, rest in peace, uh, uh, tried to recruit him. At the end of the book, he's uh, kind of in the wings about it. And I don't know. Right. Maybe I'm going to stay here, but then in the movie, he appears. Uh, and I recognize him. I, I didn't recognize him. I knew I knew him. I just couldn't figure out from where. So I actually did the research yeah. to find out who it was. And I, when I saw it was Wedge, I was like, yes, because Wedge in the original trilogy was the best pilot. He was mm -hmm. better than Luke was. I mean, Wedge and Tilly's yeah. was the man. Now, of course, Poe Dameron is the man now. And the, mm -hmm. I, in The Force Awakens, when he's blowing up the TIE fighters and shooting the stormtroopers on the ground, um, on Maz's planet. That was awesome. I love that yeah. scene. I mean... And, and also, he's a great actor. He, oh, he is. One thing that I would say about these three movies, 
the acting was the best acting in any Star Wars movie. Oh, I agree, 100%. In fact, I was just having this These discussion. These brought the best oh, out of them. 100%. And Adam Driver, that scene with, uh, with Han Solo, when he doesn't say, I, I love you. Right. But he's crying and his face is saying it. Yep. And then I watched him the other night on uh, Netflix with uh, the marriage, yes. marriage story. I know what you're talking about, yep. Man, that guy is such a good actor. Yes. Um, He's such a good actor. I was just having this discussion with a friend at work who's a big Star Wars fan. And I said, here's the thing about the original trilogy. Other than Carrie Fisher and um, Harrison Ford. And Harrison Ford, yeah. Well, and maybe Alec Guinness. The acting is yeah, no. really bad. The dialogue is yeah. really bad. It really is. I love Mark Hamill. Don't get me wrong. I love the guy. Yeah. And he's a brilliant voice actor. He's a bad on-screen actor. <laughs> he just you know, is. I thought that. I thought that because I've never... I love the scene. This is my favorite Star Wars movie, Empire Strikes Back. Uh -huh. But that scene about uh, when he reveals his father. Right. It's bad. That reaction, I've never bought it. No. It's overacting. It's not as bad as Darth Vader crying no at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, but that was... But it's, it's was, bad. Thanks to George. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. But, he's whining. But on The Last Jedi, yep. on The Last Jedi, he, I don't know what Ryan did, but i never seen Mark Hamill act like that. No, he was good in that role. He was great. Yep. It, he was great. His acting though, was good. Even though, yeah, even though he didn't like what he was doing instead of that many yeah. And but I agree he, with him. Whoa. His acting was amazing in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Th those act those directors got a lot more out of those characters than yeah. You know, ha uh, Billy D. Williams has never been a great actor. He's never been. Mm -hmm. uh, his Lando in this last movie is way better acting. Yeah, and you completely believe him way more than mm -hmm. in Jedi or Empire. I mean, yeah. well, I don't know. He's pretty cool in Empire, but. I don't know. I completely buy him in this role and they didn't need him in the movie, but I think the movie is a little bit better because he's in there. Yeah. We wanted to see Lando. Yeah. It wasn't necessary, but uh, it doesn't hurt. No. And, <laughs> and that little thing of where are you from? I don't know. Well, let's find out mm -hmm. what yeah. a great concept for maybe a four episode mini series. That's it on Disney plus mm -hmm. that Lando's helping this Instead ex stormtrooper. And yeah, instead of shoehorning that they're related or it, something. Yeah, uh, they're not related. Just because they're black, they got to be related. Come on. Yeah. I didn't like <laughs> there's that. A whole, there's a whole galaxy. And every exactly. Guy has to hey, we must be related. On, you know, that <laughs> was... that. No, let's not yeah, do, that, do that, people. Um, Unfortunately, they, they didn't. But him helping her discover yeah. who she actually is, that's, I, I, that's a good concept right there. Yeah. Here's the one thing I had about, oh, they're stormtroopers uh, that all defected. What I think would have worked better is if when he reveals, Finn reveals who he is, that she says, we hurt, we know you, we know about you. You're the reason that we defected, that we stopped being stormtroopers because of your story. That would have been a powerful moment instead of, oh, we defected too. Yay. We're ex stormtroopers. You know, yeah, but that he would have been the catalyst. When I watched it the second time, I think that the, the, what they are inferring with that thing was that those stormtroopers, when the Force awakened, it awakened in a lot of people. Yeah, I get that, but... And those guys were uh, apparently like Finn, they... they I, I think it would have lent more weight to Finn's character 
and his pathos in the Star Wars universe if they would have been inspired by his defection and also defected. I think that yeah, would have worked. Exactly. A, exactly. Rose thought he was a hero. Exactly. And then here's a whole group of stormtroopers that followed his path. They also defected because of him. And mm-hmm. now he they get to meet their hero. I thought that would have been excellent. But, again, it's a missed opportunity. They're shoehorning yeah. in new characters that are not necessary. And, by the way, the whole riding horses on top of a Star Destroyer was really stupid. I'm sorry. That's dumb. I don't mind it, but the, the the thing on the on the internet was like space horses, <laughs> yeah. like horses didn't belong in Star Wars, and I was like, well, first of all, there's a comic where Vader is riding a horse, right? And then Even there's that the, uh, the Last Jedi. They have those horse race things, whatever the hell those things are. No, and that, but well, those those were called fathers. They, didn't, they didn't look like horses, no. whatever. But uh, but horses were used in Return um, Revenge of the Sith when they're uh, carrying uh, Batman. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, so I don't I don't what, mind the horses, the, but it just looks stupid. Some of those criticisms is like people don't have memory or something because we've seen space. I just thought it looks stupid. Maybe it wasn't the best use. No, yeah, that, that's the, the, that's my point. Wasn't the best use. But don't tell me that there are no space horses when in episode three there were. Space oh horses. sure. Yeah. No, I <laughs> I get on, that there's I, horses. If but, you're gonna criticize, if you're gonna criticize, yeah, make it a good criticism. It just looks yeah, stupid exactly, to me. Exactly. I, they they come out riding the horses. I'm like, yeah. No, yeah. that's stupid. Um, it was like uh, it was like uh, what's his name, Quill with the with the blur. Exactly. So <laughs> never leave them. I think at the end of the day, we can criticize the movie all we want. We can say it's our favorite or least favorite. At the end of the day, I think speaking for both of us, Eric and I, we both really liked the movie. My son yeah. loved it. When we left that theater, he said. Uh, hey, Cole, are you sitting in there? What? Are you in there? Come here. Yeah. Come here on the mic for a minute. I'm bringing my son in for a second here because it was Cole that I took to that movie with me. So mm-hmm. get a little bit closer to the mic here, buddy. So what did you think of uh, Rise of the Skywalker? I liked it, but it was me who said the horse scene looked dumb first. <laughs> I saw it in the trailer, and I just knew it's going to be dumb. Yeah, the, the horse scene is dumb. But when, do you remember what you told me about this movie when we left the theater? I just said it was really good. You said it was your favorite movie of all time the first moment we left. Now, it's easy to say that when you first leave the movie and you just saw it, but now that it's been a week, is it your favorite Star Wars movie that you've seen? Not the favorite? What do you think? One of my favorites... But um, they should have shown the best Star Wars theory at the end. Well, the go ahead. He, this is his theory of what they should have done at the end, Eric. Wow. Darth Jar Jar. Darth Jar Jar should have been the main bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Maul's old red lightsaber. Yes. He, he has Darth Maul's lightsaber, and it was Jar Jar the whole time. He actually set Palpatine up in the uh, original trilogy. <laughs> Jar Jar was actually the power behind Palpatine. I love it. Thanks, bud. Yeah. So, by the way, uh, Ahmed Best is going to have a TV show on Disney Plus. What is? So good for him, Ahmed Best. Oh, the guy who uh, played Jar Jar. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I, he's another character that. Well, let me say he's another actor that Star Wars almost ruined. Um, yeah, he almost committed suicide. Basically. Yeah, because of it, and what a horrible thing! I, I didn't like the character at all. I think it was completely dumb. And it was, yet again, Lucas trying to shoehorn something in there that didn't work. And 
no one had the courage to tell him, let's not do this character. It's kind of offensive and dumb. Um, but that being said, come on, fandom. Really? Yeah. Come on. Uh, so with that, we're going to uh, stop Geeks Pub at this point. Uh, Eric, thanks so much for coming on the second episode, talking Star Wars with me. It's a lot of, there's so much in Star Wars that we continue yeah. to to, we could to do talk this, uh, every week, three hours every week. Every week, it, it'd be easy. <laughs> we, we would never finish. No, and and that's I think a testament to the power of Star Wars and and what George Lucas originally created. That here we are, forty two years later, and we're still well, forty three years later, and we're still discussing the same topics. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't even talk about the Jedi. We didn't even talk about the Force. We didn't. I mean, there's so many things that we can can hit on in the future and i'd love to have you on with both david and i in the future and delve deep into some more star wars stuff yeah anytime just let me know thanks for coming on eric appreciate it thank you